Before we get started, a word from 3BR, a sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. 3BR Distillery is a producer of unusual craft spirits, featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room at 7 Main Street in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit is made from peas and is an homage to a family recipe, secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Learn more about 3BR at 3BR Distilling on Instagram or visit the tasting room at 7 Main Street in Keyport, New Jersey. Flicking it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I just, I love the fact that we went from... Uh... Listen, it's already 2023. It's identity crisis. <laughs> it's trying to find ourselves. And then we realized we just settled on with what we should have done all along. Which I think is just so funny because I had, you know, I sort of, I, I run things past my Rotten Tomatoes Fantasy League for like approval in this area because they're all just huge movie buffs like we right. are and you and i we we liked the name right and i thought that they didn't like it but the laughter was laughing because they liked it they thought it was funny i thought they were laughing at me and i was like oh, okay well so now i'm the idiot <laughs> and what we and what do we learn everybody that you never seek approval from men because <laughs> it'll fuck you over every time god i love it that's so that's so perfect oh my god um, all right, so today on Flickin' It, we are talking about uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, to be specific, yeah. and uh, the Transformers movie. Yeah. Um, so let's start with Transformers, because of the two of these movies, I I, went, I fully expected Turtles to be good, and I was not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I expected Transformers to be absolute dog shit, right. um, because you know there's a long history of Transformers movies sucking. Oh my god, yes. Despite the fact that Bumblebee, the last one that came out, was legitimately yeah, very Bumblebee good. Bumblebee was good. Right? Once I saw they, it felt to me like they were jumping the shark in this one by like throwing you the, the beast, the Maximals Well, also already. too, they, they, if you look at the previous ones, like it was at Age of Extinction, they introduced the Dinobots and they were barely in the fucking movie. Right. And they all look, and they all looked the same. They were all gray looking and they tried to be like, ooh, it's like primal. But like, all six of them would stand together and I'm like, I don't know where one begins and one where one ends. And so they, they botched that so bad. So yeah. then it was like, Oh, we're going to do the uh, Maximals or whatever. And I'm like, Oh boy. And I, and the thing is they put them, it was like a big ask because if you ask like fans, what was your favorite? Like, you know, Transformers series, everyone's usually says Beast Wars or Beast yeah. Machines, um, you know, or stuff well, like that. And that's the other thing, you know. So for me too, I was going into it a little bit of like, you know, maybe unwarranted nerd rage, you knowing people always be like, "Oh, you're ruining my childhood," right? Like those <laughs> fucking idiots, right? But you know, but for me though, it was I was like, you know, I don't want them to fuck this up because yeah, like you know, I when I was, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know, I guess like 10, 11, 12, right? You know. 
Transformers as I knew it had kind of like run its course a little bit. There wasn't a lot of new Transformers content like right. coming out like there is. And then Beast Wars came out and it was fucking right, because, awesome. Because before Beast Wars, it was all like very the, the Gen 1. Everyone, right, yeah. everyone, it was a truck, very kind of simple animation, yeah. all that stuff. And then Beast Wars came out and it was... Because if that, for correct me if I'm wrong, that was it was like kind of like that mixture of like CG. It was that very. It was all CG. It was like very early right. CG. Like, like you reboot. look at it now and it looks a little rough looking. But like back then, it was like, oh wow, this is something new and innovative. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like when you when you're looking at it on like your old you know 25 inch tube TV, right? It looks fantastic. But you you pull it up on streaming now on like your 4K 75 inch TV and you're like, Ugh. yeah. But I still re- <laughs> I still remember watching. It was like part of the Saturday morning block and it oh, yeah. was like. Rat Trap and Black Arachnia and so uh what was the the Silver Bolt Optimus or, Primal and yeah dude, Rhinox Rhinox was my favorite right because he was this big rhino and he would when he would transform he had these like honking fucking machine guns yeah, that like, were just so yeah. bad and like Black Ra- Black Arachnia was like really right? agile and fucking sick and then like Rat Trap was like the comedic guy and who was the uh who was the one and he was such a complex character he was my favorite the Raptor that he wasn't bad guy and he turned good oh yeah, yeah. I know yeah I don't uh, remember I, the, his name I, but he was like so ahead of his time for like a kid to watch this complex like mm-hmm. anti hero character and I right? still remember um they never I don't think they ever made a toy of her just because um her name was Botanica yes um, and she like and it was weird her transformation was like plant looking thing to yeah. like other plant looking thing yeah um but I remember being a kid and being like oh my god I fucking love her this right is, no, because totally. again it was something organic we never seen it before it wasn't a truck it wasn't an animal it was like an organic kind of thing that transformed it was the first it was like really pushed it yeah forward and then I remember I'll never forget like the heartbreak and and, and maybe they they actually finished it and I just don't remember because I was young but I remember there there was a story arc leading up to um, where they discovered the Transformers as we knew them, right? They found, like, a mm-hmm. down ship that had Optimus Prime in it, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, like, because a lot of the plots were kind of, like, learning where they came from, right? right? Because they're in the prehistoric times, but they're, like, also fucking robots, and everything around them is just lizards and apes and shit, <laughs> you know? And, like, but the, I remember, I remember like, one of the story arcs ended with them finding, like, Optimus Prime, like, sort of dormant in this ship, and he was fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't remember anything else after. I feel like the show got canceled after that. Yeah, I, like, I think there was a little some canceling, some shuffling. Because yeah. I, I don't really remember an end. But also when you were a kid, like we weren't tracking like, ooh, this is the season finale. Like right. it was just like you watched it until it just wasn't on anymore. Right. And, and, and if on. it wasn't on on Saturday mornings, it didn't exist. You know, oh, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it was, it, you, you had your after school slots and your Saturday morning slots. And if it wasn't on then, there was no like, like I wasn't looking at fucking TV Guide to see when they were doing exactly. reruns and shit. You, know? you like, just knew wake up Saturday morning, turn on Fox 5 and call it a day. Right. Right? That's when, like, remember, like, when they first came out with, like, the guides you can do on cable, like, how revolutionary that was? Oh, oh my God, God. I can know when everything is on at every right. time. Like, <laughs> timing bathroom breaks and being like, because you couldn't record or, like, if yeah. you missed it, you just fucking missed it. Oh, dude, speaking of recording, man, I I, uh, I I taped over a home movie or two with fucking, like, Toonami and fucking <laughs> X-Men. There's definitely, uh, I got in trouble for that a few times. Nice. Because <laughs> my mom didn't know how to work the recorder, but I did, so I would, like, tape over shit and, like, you know, fucking. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Like, you really, if you missed it, you just missed it. Oh, dude, yeah. And then you would just wait almost probably a year and hope and hope that it came to DVD. Not everything did go to DVD or VHS. So, you know, what have you. And if it didn't, you just like, it's just so wild to me to think like things just got lost to time, like because it didn't make enough money. So it didn't ever go like an actual physical release and then just boop. 
Speaking of being lost to time, one of my favorite things to do as a, I'm not even going to say as a kid, because I was like a legit teenager. It was like high school and like college time, right? It was before, um, you know, like Dragon Ball Z had like really taken hold in the U.S., mm-hmm. right? Um, and we were still, we still hadn't even gotten to the point where everything had been, had been uh, translated, like dubbed, right? Oh, right, right, you right. You know, um, especially like a lot of the movies and stuff. So I, I used to love going to like, the fucking weirdo ass comic and toy shops, like the kind of places that used to exist where they had like the bootleg stuff or like the, oh, and it was yeah. all on VHS. Or, like I used to, I mean, I, 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 I hate the fact that I don't have them anymore. They've just been moving, you know, after college, like they've been lost. Like I once upon a time had like a lot of the VHSs that were like straight from Japan that hadn't been dubbed, but they had been subtitled like grainy oh, VHS of like yes. the movies that <laughs> hadn't been released in the U S yet, you know? Right. Like, and it was like a prize possessions. My friends. Right. And, I and then they'd be like, Oh my them. God, they curse. Remember that? Right. Like, they're like, oh, they curse and they curse in, yeah. the, in the, in the Japanese version. It was like a whole thing. And you look and you're like, oh, there's actually blood in these cartoon shows, right? right like, exactly. You know, all the like, shit at that time. Even was like, like Pokemon and like Digimon and stuff, like all the editing that they would do to bring it over yep. because I'm, because the Japanese are a little um, even... problematic and love to sexualize every girl that's under the age of fucking 13. <laughs> um, well, because like Misty had to get edited a lot in the yeah. US version because she was half naked the fucking half on the Japanese version. Yep. Dude, so many so many Dragon Ball Z original edits have um, like what you would see on Toonami scenes where like Goku just had his dick out. There would just be like a random floating towel around him. You know? Exactly. Like, one of my most prized possessions is I have all nine... Uh, hang on. No, I have all six seasons of Dragon Ball... Nice. Nine seasons of Dragon Ball Z and two seasons of GT, all on DVD and they're original. They're dubbed, but original, unedited, original music. Like so, all the blood nice. and guts and the cursing is all there. Oh, like, that's whatever. It's like a prize, but like when they they first released it. Because now, now it's all that Dragon Ball Z Kai shit, you know, where they... Or like, what, Dragon Ball Super? Yeah, well, yeah. Dra- don't even get me started on Dragon Ball Super. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Super is a fucking train wreck. Well, first of all, as soon as I saw the movie Dragon Ball Super Superhero, and I'm like, oh, Super Super. Dude, okay. it's it's so upsetting <laughs> to, like, not to go off on a Dragon Ball Z tangent here, but, like, they've been releasing movies, like, in, to, like, sync, to kind of queue up yes. what's going to happen in the, in the anime itself. And a lot of the anime storylines cover what was in the movies but they do it differently because they extended into like you know 40 episodes right exactly. right but i don't know how or why but the movies that have been released like battle of gods um resurrection after return of frieza like the broly movie um and the most recent one super superhero are all fantastic with fantastic animation and like they're incredible nice and they all take place in the context of super but then you watch the same story arc expanded in super uh, and it's, and it's garbage. so hot it's such hot fucking garbage like the animation <laughs> in super the the show is terrible like the I, I just i can't even it's a whole other episode we have to record like i just can't um so back to transformers yes right? okay <laughs> so we talked about yeah and it you know it's interesting and i think uh because i was just looking this up because i was like you know it was let's call it 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 was actually a good movie and i'm looking up and i'm like why was it so good so i'm looking at like the team first of all there's like four people on the screenplay which is usually when there's that many cooks in the kitchen it's not that good yep. but then you look at the director right steven capel jr i'm like who the fuck is this guy he has three credits to his name something called the land in 2016 never heard of it creed 2 and transformers <laughs> they and it's like how did he land a huge movie like this 
But I think that might have to do with why it's like it's a fresh kind of set of eyes. It's not Michael Bay being like, we need more tits and explosions. Um, or we need more Wal- Mark Wahlberg running around with an alien gun in his hand. Um, it's like, so I just thought that was interesting. Because like, I love that they kind of got like a, not a huge, I mean, Creed 2 did great. But I'm saying yeah. like, and he didn't win any awards. It was like some kind of like no name director. Well, get- you know what it is, right? It's the old Marvel formula, right? This is what Marvel did for a very long time. Oh, uh, you're um, right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like the Russo brothers, like who the fuck were they oh, right. before they showed up and did Winter Soldier, you know, right? right. And did Civil War and the and the Endgame and Infinity War and Endgame, right? Um, the guy that did, oh, fuck, the guy that did um, the Spider-Man oh, uh, um, movies, John... Uh, John Waters. John Water. Not, not, not John Waters. No, it's uh, something close. John, Wa- John Waters is oh, the, is, the, is the guy who did Pink Flamingos. Yeah, it, uh, it's not. It's uh, John Watts. I'm like, John Watts. Thank you. John, yeah, John Waters is the the the, the, the pencil mustache yeah, the guy. Pencil mustache, right, yeah, no, but John Watts, right? John Watts before he did the first Spider-Man movie, his biggest movie was a movie called like Cop Something with Kevin Bacon, right? Like wow. some no name, like but it was actually a very good movie, but by mm-hmm. no means a big studio budget movie. And that, so, so I think yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like that's what they're 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 trying to bring in somebody that you know uh, has a fresh can give a fresh set of eyes to this property. You know that had been you know for lack of a better term kind of milked to fucking death. You know by Michael yeah. Bay, right? Um, because you know it it doesn't it it needs to be like to make Transformers good. You need a healthy dose of big robot on robot action, but you need more than that. And I think where Michael Bay always fucked up was that he 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 made the character moments exclusive to the human characters. Right, exactly. And then just basically made the Transformers set pieces yep. instead of characters in the movie. Yep. And it was all about Mark Wahlberg and protecting his daughter and he's she's flirting with this guy and, <laughs> and he's like going to make all these little jabs that like, you can't protect my daughter. And it's like, can we just see Optimus fucking get Megatron? Like, goddamn. Right. And then, but that's why these two movies were so great because you get... Optimus Prime like ripping Op- the faces bro, off Optimus of people. Optimus came through. Right. It's because he said, you know what? I ain't fucking around this one. Dude. Because even like, you know, Optimus was kind of a big presence in the other ones, but he was just like, oh, I'm Optimus Prime and be nice to each other. And he didn't like do anything. This, he was getting his oh, yeah. and I was here for it. Dude, and he, and, I, and this movie like really, you know, like, like, so, so the, the, a lot of the emotions, right? The emotional uh, uh, what's I'm looking for? Like weight of this movie comes from the the Transformers, which yes. is great. Like you didn't get that in the other movies. Like when fucking when Bumblebee got impaled, I was like, no, 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 not cool. Right. What and I, the fuck? And I was like, oh, that I, that's what I'm. Me too. I was like, oh, so we're doing we're going there with it. Yeah, like, we're doing that. Uh, the Avengers: Infinity War Endgame. No one's fucking safe. Right. Like, I was like, but I mean, again, the stakes. Like, I I mean, it was sad, but I mean, he came back. But um, but I was like. I was like, you know what? If he stays dead, I'm. I don't hate it 100 percent because there's thousands of Transformers that can be in n- new movies. And um, but I was like, I was surprised, but I kind of I liked it at the but, same. So this was, I think, my single favorite moment of the movie because they gave you just enough to get you a little teary eyed because they killed the other 
um, yes. Maximal. Uh, no, they oh. killed. Uh, oh, Air Razor. Yeah, yeah, they they actually killed Air Razor. Which I feel like. And the, then yeah. And then you're like you're like oh fuck like two good guys died. But then at the end in the final fight, Bumblebee's like nah ah motherfuckers that Energon crystal recharged me. He jumps out of the back of the tr- the old Transformer plane. Yeah, the LL cargo cool plane. J, and he comes in and just starts fucking everything up. Like like that's how you make a good superhero movie. Like you give. You, you give you those get, emotional yeah. stakes and you give them just enough. You kill the one character that you really don't care about, but you know the other characters do. So you, you know you feel something and then you bring back the ultimate fucking badass. And it, it's so perfect. Yeah, and I, I think it was so smart. The only thing I wish, this is me being nitpicky, um, I just would have liked to see Air Razor transform at least once. Yeah, you didn't get to see um, it. Just once. You know yeah. what I mean? Just to see it, I just thought it would be kind of cool. Because um, that was another great moment. I'm waiting the entire movie for them to actually transform. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, maybe this is how they're going to do it here. They don't actually transform. Right. And then that final fight scene when Optimus Primal is like, he's like, maximalize. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but also, they did so smart with Air Razor. They got Michelle Yeoh in there, yep. who... We had like kind of briefly talked about this. Like, that's a lot of voice acting. People yeah. don't realize it, but it gave that because they knew obviously what they were going to do, and they're like, "We need to give this character again, who you don't know, enough emotional weight that her death makes you feel something and you feel bad." And I don't think any like random voice actor off the street could have done it. She had this weight and brevity where you're like, oh my God, like, and she basically like said, it's okay, please kill me because I'm not going to survive this. And I remember being like, oh my God, holy shit. Like this is the drama of, and there's no humans in part of this. This is all just robot stuff, which is, which is, I think why people still love G1 so much because it's like, yeah, the animation's not there, but the storyline, the voice acting yeah. is, and that's what keeps people going. And, that, and, and, and like you said, like, you know, the, the kind of lack of human drama was great because I remember like when I, when I, at the very beginning of the movie, right. When they had, they introduced his little brother, right. Right off the bat, I'm like, all right, fuck. There's going to be, like, the, the final fight scene is going to be the little kid fucking saves the day. And it's oh, gonna right. Be, but, no, that motherfucker was sitting back in Brooklyn, Exactly. Right? It was like, like he was perfect. in the first 10 minutes and out. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Good. And, and, you know, he gives a little... And then, this is another thing. I was like, okay, so we got a walkie-talkie that's transmitting from Brooklyn to, like, Portugal or wherever. Yeah, like, I, or I was going to say, where do you get those walkie-talkies? Because those are legit as fuck. <laughs> and, then even, and then even, too, like, so the other point, the... Uh, um, uh, was it Jax? Was the other uh, who was Jazz? Jazz? No, no, Jazz was the one that died in the first movie. Um, was it Jax? Mirage. Or? Mirage. Thank you, yes. Mirage. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, like he, you know, he even like there was that emotional moment there, right? Where like they like had the like that was a little weird for me. Like the he imparted his parts on top of the and he became a, kind of like an Iron Man, right? Like, yeah. But honestly, as weird as it was. I was okay with it because it was the only time that I found it believable that a stupid, fleshy human character could be in the middle of a giant robot fight. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and I think it also just made sense for the character because Mirage was always this like very like kind of cocky young guy, like well, guy, robot, whatever. But he was just like, ah, who cares about shit? And then it's also like his story arc of like, oh no, him and, um, and I, it's Anthony Ramos's character. I don't remember his name. Um, you know, them becoming friends and really like being there for each other. And, uh, and I remember being like, again, his, yeah. Um, his arc of just kind of protecting him in the end, um, I thought was really cool. And then it eventually just kind of, I I really actually liked the, 
spot where he got all the armor on him. It was a little corny, I'm going to be honest. But ultimately, I didn't hate it. It made sense for the character. It was cool for, you know, the moment. Yeah, no, totally. I like the... Like I said, this this movie is was a pleasant surprise. Yes, um, and I'm really happy that it was as good as it was. Um, and like I loved, you know, going back to my Transformers nostalgia, right? Yeah. Like having Unicron as kind of like the big pie in the sky villain with his little like army of minions. Like because Unicron was the bad guy from the first, exactly um, the original Transformers movie. That came out even the year before I was born, right? Like, and it was so good. Honestly, since we're speaking of the villains, the villains were fucking good this they were movie. really good. Like, they I actually don't remember any villains. of their names, but <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it's like the main guy, the purpley one that was like really like kind of like thin, and there was a third one. I don't like about again, I, I, I thought that again, the villains were legit. Like, they were killing them fucking humans. They said, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to get your ass. And I'm going to blow up this fucking, uh, what was it? The museum. And they were like, you know, I, I really liked that. Um, and I thought the girl, too, since we were talking about the the guy, uh, the girl human character, uh, was I liked that she was a smart one. She figured it out. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I thought the, these were the best use of human characters, um, I feel. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree because the um, the human characters in the other movies were the worst. Yes. Like, they were the worst. And, like, you know, it, it, like even, I mean, the first one, you know, with, like, Shia LaBeouf, right? It, he was enjoyable as comic relief. Yeah, but that was only the first one. But aside, the second one came, I was, like, over it. Because right. it was with like when he was, like, in college and he was, like, trying to fuck the girl and she ended up being a Transformer, too. I don't know. They all start to blend together. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, the most egregious thing, right, from the um, – in the in the first movie. There was a the transition from the first to the second movie, right? You know, we had, you had uh, Megan Fox's character and they're all – you know, they go through this whole traumatic fucking thing together, right? And then in the second movie, Megan Fox's character is just gone. And it's yes. some other girl that he's like now been living with, right? And she's just like, like, like I'm sorry. Like, this is just the most Michael Bay of things. It's yeah. like just the over-sexualized, you know. And well, not- I think the only reason Megan got kicked off is because she's like, can you maybe make my character mean something? Yeah. And Michael Bay was like, excuse me? Get yeah. the fuck off my set. Exactly. How dare you ask for a role that means something? Exactly. Um. Yeah, and then like the you know, and then that was one of the things that the, you know, the the first few movies like never got right is like the the robot on robot action was just so boring. And, well, like, also the way they like I said we were talking about Age of Extinction, they made them all look the fucking same, so and it worse. was just gray. So then it was just gray sparks slamming each other. Yeah, and it was just like what the fuck. This one, like I said, the villains all had a very distinct color. Like one of the villains was very purple. One of like the main villains was like very red. Dude, and RC hot. was like beautiful like, oh my god amazing. the, the um, animated team of rc and like again people been asking for rc since the first fucking movie because she, she's a legend like i she's know legendary and she got her shit this movie because mm-hmm. she was like yeah let's fucking get it and she was gave me every my the uh, the most agile flipping around what like what i wanted yeah like the you know, all the supporting transformers were great too yeah they totally were and i and i think it's i, I like how because going into it too, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I was like I thought, 
I, I was expecting it to be kind of like a sequel to Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, it kind of was. Yeah. But it's interesting how they're kind of building the universe a little bit different because while it is a sequel, it's the same They didn't mention Haley Seinfeld's character. Kind of they just briefly like, mentioned her. Oh, really? I did, it was like, so brief that I didn't no, even it, see it. It was literally one line, right? When Optimus Prime was on his rant about how they shouldn't trust humans, like, fuck the humans. He says to Bumblebee, he's like, I know you had a human friend once, right? And oh, okay. I th- okay. Literally one line, right? But they—it's like ten years has passed, right? Since right. this, so like I, I because mean, Bumblebee was set in like the eighties, right? And this and was like ninety-three for- or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you forget that that they—you forget it was right. kind of built like that. But I kind of like how they're doing that, right? Because you know. In theory, right? They never discuss it, but in theory, you can just assume that the Transformers, right, are, I don't know, could mostly ageless, right? Or at least age a lot slower in a different way than humans do, right? right? Because they're just robots. But then, you know, like, yeah. but also, like, who's repairing them? That's one thing I always wanted to see. And I think in the comics, they might have, but there was like a Transformer that literally was like, like X Men's Forge. Like, that, like, there, they can transform, but they could, they would fix them and I think it was in the, I think it's comics I could be wrong yeah but they, they, that's they like after a big fight like you know then he would like repair everything because like they are robots like at the end of the day like they're not organic organisms like they need oil like I don't know yeah, like, we'll, see, yeah. we'll see it's interesting because it, that, so this is a good point let's talk about this right because they, they never really expressly address that right like but you have to assume that they are to an extent organic in a way, like they're because they are alien, I guess. Right. right, and like they show how they die and live, but their organics are just more. It's very loose, right? So I, I think it's because like, like Bumblebee, you... like people get stabbed, but like, and they're getting punched in the face, right. but they don't really feel pain. Because but... like to us as humans, they appear robotic, right? I mean, there's robots in disguise, right? That's the fucking tagline, right? But you know, to them on their planet, that's normal right right you know to them like humans might be robots to them right like right. fleshy weird you know fucking human meat sacks or whatever um but they do kind of address it in like the mid credit scene of the movie where he has kind of rebuilt mirage you know oh yeah 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 so but like they never they don't really explain any of that because it appears that they just rebuilt him with parts in his fucking auto shop. Right. Cause right, I was going to say know? he wasn't like nice and sleek. Like he was, he was kind of like a Frankenstein. Right. So that's a cool, like, I mean, like I would, I would, I would love to see just like a, a, a seg, like a scene or two or a segment that covers that in the next movie. Exactly. You know, or, or is it possible that, the G.I. Joes have <laughs> the technology to fucking... Okay, okay, let's jump in. Let me tell you. So, like I said, enjoyed the movie. I was like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, he's having, like, the interview with, like, the... Basically, the, like, you know, the government be like, hey, just keep everything on the DL. We don't need everyone knowing the robots around. And he's like, oh. And he's like, but, like, let me invite you. And he goes to the G.I. Joe initiative. I remember being in the theater being like, oh. Yeah. Like shit like we're going there bro my nerd, i was my nerd bone almost broke my fucking pants open because <laughs> it's like because that was so of 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 all of the things right and they could have happened so quiet Dude. the fact that that i mean not that like people are like you know it's not a huge tentpole movie but like yeah. the fact that they like that never leaked or anything the fact that like these two huge very big fans base 
um, you know, franchises, let's call it what it is, are basically combining like, oh, wow. Like the the possibilities are like endless. Endless. Here. And it's like, and, and now I have to go back and I got to watch fucking. Uh, what do you say, Snake Eyes? Uh, uh is it Snake Eye? Yeah, Snake Eye. Yeah. Um, because that movie, I I watched it like half ass, like it was on in the background. So like, oh, it's a fucking GI Joe movie. I'm gonna watch it, right? Yeah. Like even though the you know the ones are terrible. Um, well, the first one was actually pretty good. That's a topic for another day. Um, but the like I, I half watched it, like it was entertaining, right? But I don't, I don't, I didn't like like I didn't stay for any after credit scenes or anything. So I, I got to go back and watch it because like, right. I immediately like googling it and the, and the director is like you know like no, these movies take place in the same universe, right? So, like, timeline-wise, you've got Bumblebee, yeah. whenever Snake Eyes took place. I'm going to go back and watch it. And then this other right, Transformers because, movie. Right, because now it's like, oh, is it, was it was this their plan all along? Like, are they trying to be like, oh, the 90s is when G.I. Joe was founded. It, and so, you know what I mean? Like, it sounded like, like from from what I, the, the, the statement, right, that the director had made confirming that, like, yes, this is all one universe right now. It sounds like they've they've got some fucking plans that they're not like really putting out there into the world, right? right? For one reason or other, whatever the reason is, fine. But like, I'm here for it. I feel like it's all. It, I think because they want to look money. So now, if we're looking yeah. at money, they said but the budget was uh one ninety five to two hundred million. Makes sense. Box office was I don't think as much as they wanted. It was four thirty nine. Probably yeah. No, no, that's that was the box office. No, they're saying not as much as they wanted. Yeah, right, probably, and so yeah. like, but I'm saying like four thirty nine is nothing as to laugh no, at more than made the money back is that enough again when we saw black adam only made uh 500 mil and they're like fuck this guy so it's interesting like does it which just sounds crazy that 400 million and you're thinking i don't know do they do another one yeah well see here's here so here's what i think the difference is is gonna be right i think they're gonna look at Two different factors and i'll tell you what the other one is hang on let me just pull it up mm-hmm Oh, come on. Where is it? Here we go. So here's what I think they're going to look at a little bit differently, right? Okay. Um, Money, yes. But if they really do want to try to make a run at at an MCU-style shared universe movie with the Transformers and G.I. Joe, Joe, and possibly, you know, let's let's throw one other fucking Hasbro property in there, right? Thundercats, too. Like, whatever the fuck they want to do, right? I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Let's throw that in there, right? Oh, my, Bob, Barbie driving RC? Right. Bro, it works. RC's (laughs) pink. So so here's the the difference, right? Let's just look at... um, Let's look at the last... Let's, fuck it. Let's go back to the first one, back when, you know, or, or the the most recent one. God damn it. What was the, what was the last Transformers movie? Uh, Bumblebee? No, before that, but the, the, the shitty night. Michael Bay ones. The last night? Last night. Right? The Transformers movies steadily decline in audience. So the, the critics always shit on them. But audience scores. Transformers The Last Night, 43%. Woof. Transformers Rise of the Beast audience score 91%. 91%. And then when you look at Bumblebee, the movie that came before that, 74% audience score, 91% critic score, right? Wow. So I think they've got, even though the money might not be blowing the roof off, I think they've got no, enough. They have the there. audience that, yeah. If they can keep the audience, right, for like. Two or three more movies to build well, even the to next like an one, Avenger style movie. That's bank. Well, I think also people are gonna go to the next one now that they know. Because listen, you bring 
I mean, I don't think they'd bring Channing Tatum back. I feel like they'd recast all yeah, of G.I. Joe. Yeah, he's out. But obviously the next one's going to have more G.I. Joe, and I think then you get a whole new fan base. And a whole new all the G.I. Joe fan base is going to watch it. And the excuse me, the people being like, oh, wait, what? what? They're yeah. combining it. Yep. I want to go check that out. Because if you, if you approach it from the same way that they approach these last two movies, right? And like really kind of respect the source material a little bit more. They can make a good movie because honestly, the, the first GI Joe movie, yeah, it wasn't bad. Was I, actually really. I don't good. remember any of it, but like, <laughs> but I do. I remember it not being no. Like, it was it was bad. actually very good, all things considered. The second one, unfortunately, was just was like that Rise were, of Cobra. Yeah, no, the Rise of Cobra was the first one. Oh, well, um, Retaliation was the Retaliation, second. right? The Is second, that when they killed Duke off in like the first yeah, three they minutes? Yeah, Duke off in the beginning. Oh, it was very yeah. much like uh, Cyclops and right. Uh, and it, 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 it had it had the Rock and Bruce Willis in it, and they were they tried to get they went too big for their britches too soon, right? Gotcha. Um, you know, and, and then, then the, they did. Snake Eyes, and, and then we did one more, I feel like. No, that was it. It was just those three. Oh, I yeah, because Yeah, because Snake Eyes just came out like last year. Oh, so yeah, after yeah, yeah. after Retaliation fucking bombed, right? G.I. Joe went dark until Rise of... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Snake Eyes came out. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because Retaliation was so bad. Yes. Like, so, so bad. And and, 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 there, and there were a lot of reasons it was bad, right? Like, Channing Tatum didn't really want to do it. That's why they killed him off in the beginning, and The Rock was like, I'll fucking do it, right? Yeah. But, you know, but it was before The Rock was like, really The Rock, So we're you know? saying another franchise that The Rock has killed. Sensing a theme. Sensing a theme, <laughs> right? And it's like, yeah, they, they, they just didn't know what they wanted to be. And it was before, like, like to be fair, right? It was before, like, because like, one of the great things about Marvel is, like, they're the blueprint. Like, yes. they've given everybody the manual now. Marvel was not what Marvel was when G.I. Joe Retaliation came out because it came out, like, 2000, I don't know, 12 or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. right? Like, you know, so the blueprint wasn't there yet. But now, if you're, if you're smart enough, if you've got, you know, the, the, the right people in place, you can just take that manual and apply it to almost anything. Right, exactly. And that's what you see with... You see it with Super Mario, right? Yep. Did amazingly, and now they're like, "Oh, wait a minute! Well, there's we could do like a, a you know Illumination right now. Obviously, Illumination was very heavy on minions. I know that's their bread and butter, but now they did they jumped in and they got Mario, which is probably the best decision they ever could have made because now you can do a Peach movie and a Yoshi movie, a Luigi's Mansion, uh, Luigi's Haunted Mansion movie." Um, there's 70 you know you could do a fucking mario kart movie they introduced donkey kong you could do a donkey kong movie you could do a super smash brothers like it just keeps going yep right and then you see we just saw it with um i lost it the kids movie that just came out uh kids movie not kids movie oh barbie so (laughs) sorry no but mattel already came out and said oh like we can, we I, they want to start looking into other games of theirs or toys of theirs that they can make into movies, and because it now shows that just because it's a toy doesn't mean it has to be kids, right? You could do. I mean, I have seen a fan made trailer of this, and it was really funny. It was Monopoly, right? But it was like it was very much like Boardwalk Empire, right? It was like <laughs> it was very much like you had the guy with the monocle, and it was all about like political intrigue. It was like someone's oh, made yes. it, but it was just like, and how much you're gonna pay me for the boardwalk like and then it was just like i'll just send you to jail and it was like but it was like kind of like uh they someone trying to do like a serious take on what a monopoly movie would look right. like and i was like oh like it, it's kind of cool right i fucking love it and so like i could see like now mattel wants to say like oh we could see they want to see start exploring what a, a shared either a shared universe um or something like that looks like which i think is really cool yeah totally 
Um, all right, let's talk about Turtles real quick. I know you, you didn't see Turtles. But I looked. I, I, yeah. I read a very detailed synopsis, so I know everything that happened in it. Um, it was so good, dude. It was yeah. so good. It's uh, From what I read, it just, like, it just, I just yeah. Um, from what I read, it sounded good. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, 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 the first thing I will say that I think is smart on the part of Seth Rogen and the other creators is they actually cast age-appropriate teenagers. teenagers to play right. fucking Well, because I remember you asking me, and you're like, Donnie sounds like a fucking chick. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's weird. And then I like looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's because he's 12 and has yeah, boys and his balls ha- and his balls haven't dropped. That's why he sounds like a fucking chick. Um, but it, but it's funny. But again, that, I think that was smart on them. It was, yeah. Because also similar to Stranger Things, they cast them really young, and now you watch them grow up. So now it's like if they do a sequel, which probably is coming in a couple of years, they'll be now sixteen, and then yep. you could do a third movie in a few years, and now they're eighteen. Now they're adults, but you actually got to follow them, and then you, you know, you could keep going with this, and as right. they're adults, you know. Well, and they, you know, they've laid the. What I think is smart is that they've laid the groundwork for potentially having several movies like that, right? Because instead of doing like the Batman Joker thing, we're like, oh my god, the turtle villain is Shredder in the Foot Clan, like every fucking yeah, Shredder, time, right? Was like alluded to, right? Yeah, Shredder sh- does not exist in this movie so right. far, right? I think it's it was just, just a mid credit scene where someone was like. Yeah, they kind of touched on it, right? Yeah, yeah. he is coming, or right. he's not happy, and that was it. Yeah. But it's all it was all about, you know, kind of like a, a more in depth origin story about other mutants, right? Like, right, because the, the it was turtles. like from what I saw, it was like you know the the this company made the ooze, it fell on the turtles and Splinter. Then they were like, we just gotta like live our lives. Don't only leave the sewer if like you know uh, we need supplies, and then then they start testing on people and Superfly was in it and all this and then it just kind of gets out of control Dude, towards the end exactly and it's like they, they do a really good job with it because they give you um, they give you a villain that you're you can be a little sympathetic with right you know his whole thing was like you said right he his his the villain's perception was that his um, you know his father right the guy that created him as a mutant, mm-hmm. right was unfairly you know treated by this you know government organization where everyone was killed and blah 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 right right and then his you know his way of um taking revenge you know was turning everybody into mutants and like you know the whole thing that was his, right his and the turtles thing. were like oh like oh like because he became friends with them right that and was then the he's like thing. i, I want to turn everyone to mutants and they were like oh wait whoa 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 yeah. <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> dude it was like it was honestly a really kind of like powerful character moment when the turtles go to kind of confront who they think the the villain is right right? and he ends up you know being the villain obviously right but they go to confront him and they're ready to like fucking throw down and they don't expect him and his henchmen to also be mutants because one of the major plots of the movie is that how they feel alone in the world because there's nobody else like them so that first scene when they're all like Oh shit, bro! You guys are mutants too. Like, oh, maybe you're not that bad after all, right? right? Like, it's a really like interesting story, like very mature for the the age right. market that they're going right, because for. Because it's, here. I mean, it's really it's doing that like, don't always assume, and then like, what happens if you don't assume? Like, you can find others like you, and Dude, like, and like, exactly. then at that point, they they kind of gave him a chance, right? After yeah. that, and then. And then it all goes to shit, right? Yeah, yeah they realize they're trying to kill people, right? But it, it was a really well done movie. I mean, like. Top to bottom, the story was great. The acting, like Jackie Chan of Splinter, was like oh. delightful because he, he was just delightfully stupid, um, you know. And he, and he got he got a chance to, to shine and kick ass a little bit, right? Yeah. Which you don't normally see, um, you know. And the 
the ending the, sounded wild, dude. They were like, because I was saying something like he got all like the mutagenic on him, and then he like gets becomes like almost like a kaiju esque type character, and then he like puts his hand in a zoo and like combines with all the animals. It, it was fucking hilarious, actually, because like he is like a kaiju, but like his leg is made out of horses. Like he doesn't have a horse leg. It's a leg like made out of horses. Like, and like every once in a while, like a horse would just fall off and run away. Like it was, it, like, it was so absurd, but it, it worked somehow. Like it worked somehow. Right. And then the, uh, like, so for me too, like, I know we talked a lot about the animation in spider verse, mm-hmm. right? This animation was better. Really? Like, very similar. Like right. Very similar, but different enough, it, it was it was better. Like, I liked it. Like, there was something always, to me, very... And maybe it was just, like, the theater. I don't know, but there was something very, like, stuttery to me about the way the voices sync up with Spider-Verse, right? Okay, yeah, I could see that. This was, like, flawless. It was, like, somehow even smoother and nicer than, um, than, uh, than Spider-Verse was. Like, I... I can't really explain it. I can't put my finger on it because I'm not a graphic designer. But right, right, right. Visually. It just felt smoother yeah. like, in their talking. Like, it was more pleasing to the eyeballs. Yeah. And also, from what I was reading, April actually sounded, like, kind of cool in this. Dude, she was. Because they, they made her a teenager. Right? They, she wasn't, but like, like I adult. feel like in, like, some of the TV shows, she's basically, like, this, like, either, like, in the Michael Bay movies, like, this, like, clueless reporter... Or she's like in the like the animated shows. She was like some kind of like damsel in distress. Exactly. No, I mean that's the way. More often than I mean, I mean even in the in the cartoon shows, right? That's like the the way she was. You know, she was always kind of like the damsel in distress because that was like the you know product of the times, right? A lot of if if the female wasn't the hero, she was a damsel in distress, right? Um, and in this case, you know, she she wasn't really the damsel in distress, but she also wasn't really the hero, but she was a, a very strong supporting character. Yes. Um, you know, so I was I was very happy with how they uh, how they how they did that. Um, it's just. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a fucking great movie. You've got it. You've got it. I think it's on streaming now. Oh yeah, if it's on I, streaming, I'll definitely yeah, watch it. Yeah, I'm not sure where. Like, you, you might you might still need to like rent it or something. It might be on Paramount. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's fucking great. Yeah, dude. it's funny because we were talking about just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a whole and like a franchise and like you know it's crazy how it's still enduring. Like you think about okay, we had the first three movies like in the 90s, right? Then you had the two Michael Bay movies. Now you have this animated movie. And I can't even tell you how many fucking animated shows Teenage Mutant Turtles have had. There's been like three different iterations. So many, dude. There was a live action TV show that we recently learned had 26 episodes back in the late 90s. Um, This is going to have to be a cannon fodder episode. I know. right? I just didn't realize like when you really sit there and look at like, holy crap, they were in like, they were in fucking, um, weren't they in, they were in, um, which fighting game? Tekken? No. Yes. Um, was it or was it or one injustice? Of the... Injustice. They were in was injustice. It injustice. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, but and and then you're and you're forgetting the comic books too. Like and, oh my god, yeah, Last Ronin and, and all well, that. I mean, well, and, and not even just their own comic books. They've got fucking uh, turtles and and Batman, right? And turtles oh, and Power Rangers right. is coming out now, that's right? right? It's like Forgot we got we got, Ed, we got a whole cannon fire right. thing going on here. You gotta you start doing the research. Well, because man. it's funny, it's. The turtles are in the comics, but then Teenage Mutant Turtles went were met the Space Rangers at one point. And Dude, it was a very interesting episode because it's like Power Rangers and it's like turtles, boom, and then like the fucking explosion. Well, that's why the turtles are one of my favorite properties because it's such a fascinating story how they started in like these black and white comics, much, very serious, you know, very serious, very dark, 
And then most of the turtles that our first experience with turtles for the most part was the fucking TV show, which was just goofy, fun, like cartoons. Then you look at the source material, like, holy shit, it's fucking dark. Exactly. I, I just started reading Last Ronin. Like, I can't, I'm going to like blow through it. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> so excited. Um, all right. I got nothing else on these topics. So now my, my question is, do you think that this is here to stay? Because I feel like they've tried with turtles, right? The Michael Bay movies, they got only two but again like michael bay you know he doesn't he doesn't do well so do you really think that this is going to become the next franchise or do you think they're going to do two movies and that's it well let's see i'll tell you right now you're looking at looking at box office you're looking at monies monies let's see Uh, as of september 14th oh wow that's Interesting. Wow. It's only grossed 162 million worldwide. Oh, wow. That's Oh, wait, hang on. US and Canada. So maybe this hasn't been released fully worldwide yet. Maybe oh, that's that part is of the reason. Possible. Um cuz it's got uh I mean I know I know I know fan review is uh is big and let's see here. Teenage Mutant Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Let's see what we've got on the uh no you're right box office is 160 budget was only 70 though so it doubled its budget plus a little zhuzh now we're talking what did the what did the uh rotten rotten tomatoes give it hang on i gotta look now and see let's see we have oh yeah 96 rotten tomatoes 90 audience score like that's enough to you know they make a second one that's that good they can do franchise territory absolutely yeah because, uh, again, it's, it's animated. It's also cheaper to, to produce a little bit, too, you know, right? Like, exactly. $70 million for that versus, yeah. you know, $200 million for For a Michael Bay movie with this fucking stupid ass. I fucking hate Michael Bay. God damn it. Just Wait. go back to making The Rock. Just make movies like The Rock. Stop stop trying to do comic booky <laughs> shit, please. Yeah. God. Um, anyway, uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Always yeah. fun as always. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Will. And we do we have a do we have a sign off? I don't know. This is flick. flick. Keep flicking it. <laughs> <laughs>